Hello, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Pixelated Sausage Show. Hi, 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 how are we all doing today? Friday, April 7th, my father's birthday. Happy birthday, Dad. It's uh, been a hell of a, hell of a year. And a hell of a end of last year, but we're here. We're here, and that's that's what's good. That's the good thing about all of this is that we're still here. It's a bit bittersweet because I just a few days ago retired my father's Xbox. Uh, which is to say I unplugged it and put it away into storage. Will it ever resurrect itself? I don't know. But it it, it became clear. It's, it's been clear for a while. And I just accepted it a few days ago that as far as gaming goes, it's just not in the cards for my dad right now. And it... It's sad because he loved gaming, but there's a mixture of him not being all there just in terms of his eye-hand coordination or stuff like that. His, His ability to play may have improved since he initially got home because when I first... The only time he's played a game since coming home was that time I let him try out Need for Speed Unbound. And as someone who loved racing games, that was one of the the two genres he really played a lot of, racing games. And not even really a genre, but just Call of Duty specifically. He was really struggling and wasn't even willing to pull the trigger all the way down to go super fast. He was driving like an old person. He's just he's driving really slow and kind of scared, a little skittish. And it was really hard watching him struggle in that in a sense. And he's never tried to game since. I've tried encouraging him. And telling him to play this or that. And it's okay if he struggles. He He's going to. And it's probably good for him just with his mind to get him doing something a little bit different than what he uh, is doing most of the time. Which is a lot of TV watching and occasional reading. And he still likes to read his newspaper. But in addition to... Him needing, what I would presume, some time to readjust back into that gaming habit and the ability he had. The motivation just isn't there. And and the motivation for other things, it's, it's hard. It's hard because he is... The same person in many respects, but 
there are ways in which he is not the same. And I don't know if he'll ever return to the person he was in his entirety prior to the stroke. And and gaming may be something he never does again. Thankfully, he still has his love for golf and stuff like that. I can't wait for his regular group of people to start playing again because I think he has been bowling as he did prior, which bowling is stupid. I don't care. I don't like bowling. He doesn't even like it that much. But he loves golf. And I think him going out every week, getting out in the sun, spending hours out in the fresh air with a bunch of his buddies is going to do wonders for him. So I'm really excited for that to start up, hopefully in a few weeks or so. So that'll be really good. Uh, he's planning to go to the driving range soon. But gaming may be something he never does again. And it, it breaks my heart a little bit because he did love it. Uh, the games he could handle. And then it, it breaks my heart because it was something we could share together. And now we, we can't. I, I, I don't even know if he'd really want to watch me play. I just, it sucks. I, I also retired the microphone I bought for him and never got to use because it happened right around the time when he had a stroke. So the hypothetical podcast we would do together, that's definitely probably never happening. So I have this microphone that wasn't cheap, but wasn't super expensive. It's not, it's no sure SM7B. It's a sure SM7, not free, because it wasn't free. But, uh, yeah. All bittersweet. But, like I said, he's here. He's here. And there was a time, there was a moment where it very much so looked like he might not be here. And then there was another instance, an episode, uh, a month and change ago or so at this point where it looked like oh is he having another mini stroke or something is is it happening very scary day which is what uh, again if you remember led to me getting sick for the first time in over a decade a sickness that lingered in me for multiple weeks it was one of the most annoying sicknesses I've ever had because it wasn't all at once I would just get a symptom and have that hang around for a few days and then I would get a new symptom so it's just like all these side effects here's one right now and now here's another one here you're gonna be nauseous for a few days now you're gonna have a headache for a few days now you're gonna be really cold or you're sneezing you're gonna be coughing you're gonna be really really dumb 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 but uh yeah Happy, happy, happy birthday, Dad. Big ol', what is it? 
76. 76 years old. My God. Let's, let's hope for not 76 more years because that would you'd definitely get miserable at this point. Ain't no body. And I mean body as in B.O. Yeah, well, never mind. <laughs> oh, before I get on to what I've been playing, I just want to throw out something for Conan whenever he listens to this. So I now know why when I talked about the news of a last Ronin video game, you said you should really read that comic soon. You should really read it soon. And I know I know why now. It's because my friend just straight up lied to me. He just straight up lied to me. So yeah. Now I, I know. I know. And I couldn't be happier. I mean, I'm not happy that three of the turtles are dead. But the direction they went with that storyline, it's exactly what I would want. It's it's perfect. It's it's absolutely perfect. I just started it though, so don't don't say anything else. But Goddamn, I was just lied to, and of course I I didn't check to make sure the the lie was the truth. I just assumed because it was a friend, but I I was lied to, and then I look I look like a fool on that episode of the podcast. I legitimately thought when I realized it, hmm. Should I delete that podcast episode? Because I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. And since it is available in video form, what is it, my teeth? Uh, I can't just edit it out and re-upload it. Eee. I also got a haircut. I gave up on trying to grow my hair out. I'm very happy with my haircut. Same place. Thank you, Wanster, for the recommendation again. January is fantastic. She is wonderful, super nice, super warm, great, stylist, hair cutter, whatever you call. I have her card, so I don't know if it's her card. She just wrote her name on it. I think they just have a generic card for the store. But Sports Clips, good place to get your hair cut, at least this one, if your stylist is named January as well. I was never a huge fan of the month, but now I think January is fantastic. And it was funny, too, because I, I only, this is the second time I got my haircut there. And the last time I got my haircut anywhere was there. However, many, 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 many months ago. And she apologized for not remembering me, which is ridiculous. Why would she remember me? I've been there once. Why is it on her teeth? But, uh, yeah. Let's get on the one I've been playing. I, I, I did finish Star Trek Enterprise, but I'm not going to talk about it. Like I said, I'm just saying that did happen. But what also happened is I played a little game. Not so little, 
by the name of Pirates Outlaws, which is a deck building game in the vein of stuff like Slay the Spire, where you start off on your journey and then you have a bunch of branching paths where you can choose to either, depending on the spot and if you have choices, sometimes a branching path will then be a linear path that you can only go to one particular location uh, for a few few movements in a row and you're moving your way to the top of the screen to fight a boss and then transition to the next area and the areas you can land in could be a battle could be a shop could be an event that will be very rng heavy and may provide you with a reward or give you some kind of negative attribute or some cards that are just in your deck that are a waste of space. What do you call them? Cards. Uh, they could be called curses or whatever. And of course, given the name is Pirates Outlaws, it's very pirate themed. And it's good. I'll, I'll get into the, the, the gameplay in a bit, though it's not... It's not all that different from any other deck building game you've played, which is a bit of a problem, but it, it's a, a bit of a problem that persists in so many of these games that they don't often differ that much. And what you're really getting out of them is a, a new theme, typically, and just new content, new campaigns and content to consume until you've worn it out and are ready for the next game. That said, one, I hate the fucking name. Pirates? Outlaws? Why are they both pluralized? I don't like it. Make it Pirates Outlaw or Pirate Outlaws or Pirates out Outlaw. I, I don't like that they're both pluralized. I don't like it. It bothers me. It's stupid that it bothers me as much as it does, but it fucking annoys the shit out of me. And I wish it was not named Pirates Outlaws. Or if they wanted to stick with Pirates Outlaws, that they put a comma. And it was Pirates Outlaws. <laughs> or put a fucking hyphen or a backslash Pirates slash Outlaws. A anything else. I just... No, nothing, no kind of punctuation? No, I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> but I, that aside, visually, it's okay. It's very stylized, super lo-fi, polygonal, minimal colors. Or It's got a lot of colors, but in terms of, it's a lot of like block shading. And, and whatnot and it looks nice it's pleasant to look at the problem is and this is another me thing potentially is that as someone who has in the past it's been a long time since i i've done this but i was very deep into the kickstarter community and the board game tabletop community and covered a lot of that for a while. 
the aesthetic, the art style of Pirates Outlaws is very, very Kickstarter board gamey. And that is fine. And it's something that may be appealing to a lot of you, to most people. I find it a bit tired and uninspired and a little bit been there, done that. I wish you would have tried to be more unique with your art because this is fine and I'm sure allows you to put it everywhere and have it perform and run smoothly. But man, I wish you didn't look like a hundred fucking Kickstarter board games that I've seen over and over and over again. You look, you look good. You just look like so many other things and you, uh, you start to blend in with everything. But that again, may be a very me thing. All of that out of the way, in terms of the gameplay, it's pretty simple and straightforward. And it's on the easier side, which may be a good or bad thing, depending on who you are. If you're newer to the deck building genre, it's going to be great for you. But if you're a seasoned deck builder, you may find it a little bit frustrating in how easy it is at first. There are more difficult campaigns. Uh, and thankfully, one of the hard campaigns is unlocked from the very beginning. So you have your normal campaign and then a hard one unlocked at the start. While in addition to that, you have two advanced campaigns and I think four other hard campaigns locked, which you unlock over time as you build up your renown or some kind of reputation uh, level. And, and that also is how you unlock new characters over time and cosmetics, some certain skills and attributes you can attribute to your ship and there's a lot of content there which is nice especially if you if you check out the game and you end up liking it which if you're a fan of deck building games I don't know why you wouldn't like it because it is doing the deck building thing very well it's just not doing anything super unique and I'll get to the, the gameplay very very quickly there is a lot of content there. Uh, and what I'm most impressed by in terms of how much content is there, because you have those eight or so campaigns, but when you compare it to something like Slay the Spire, that has, at launch at least, it had the three starting classes. Comparing it to that, for instance, Pirates Outlaws has, I believe, 16 different characters that you'll be able to play as, as you unlock all of them uh, over time, playing the game multiple times, increasing your reputation, your renown, whatever it's called. And that's, that's a lot. They're not as varied and different 
as they are in Southern Lang's Slated Spire, so it's not a completely different playstyle, but they do have specific attributes that will make your runs play out differently, that'll make your strategy change up. The second character you unlock, for instance, cannot use armor, but they are able to leech health from enemies when their health is below 50%. There, there's another one, I think the, the last one you unlock will grant you two action points at the beginning of every turn instead of one. And that is the, the one way in which Pirates Outlaws is different than any other deck building game I've played that I can remember. And I'm not super versed in the genre. I love Slay of the Spire and I've dabbled in a few others that have all been good. I can't think of a deck building game I've played that was bad, but they're just so often very, very similar to one another that they all blend together and it's typically the art that's really the selling point with maybe one little thing for it to put its hat on and say, this is, this is my one gameplay gimmick. And to that point, the one thing that really stood out with Pirates Outlaws is that at the beginning of every turn, you only get one action point back. And, and their thematic version of action points that you can, the, the, the points you use to play cards during your turn are bullets or I, I guess they're, they're cannonballs, but they could also be bullets because with a, the, not a musket, but like those pistols, they were still using the round bullets that you put in and go, go do, 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 do. <laughs> but you only get one action point back at the beginning of every turn. However, in your deck, in addition to your attacks and your defense, your various skills are bullets or cannonballs. They could be either or. I can I cannot remember. But you play those that don't cost any action points, and they will give you back one action point per card played. Or if you have an upgraded one, you'll get multiple for the for a card. And that added a nice little spice to the deck building formula. It didn't make the game feel super unique and different from all other deck building games, but it made it feel like its own deck building game. Like it ha, 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 like it like it's carved out its own little place in the subgenre and made a little nice home for itself. Which is good because if it didn't do something, then it would be easy to forget and toss aside and just be like, yeah, it's fine, but it's not really doing anything unique. That added element that you have to worry about and play around because your action points will carry over from turns. So if you don't use all your action points, you're not going to lose them between turns. So you have to think in that way as well but it plays out like so many other deck building games where you are going along this branching path you will have your your battles your 
merchants, your stores, your places where you can upgrade, buy new cards, sell new cards, remove curses, etc., from your your hand until you reach the boss. And then when you beat the boss, you can choose to go home with your riches or continue on and risk losing some of your rewards. Uh, and you may want to quit out because you know that you don't have, you just, you just, you're not feeling super confident and you'd rather take all the rewards you can and hopefully unlock some things by doing so. But it's good. It's good. And like I said, there's a lot of content there. It'll take you dozens and dozens and dozens of hours, if not 100 plus hours to unlock everything. So if you do end up getting drawn into the game, if, you, if, you, if it ends up working for you, you're going to have a lot of content there. And it's I play on Xbox and it's $17. So it's decent price, especially for how much is in there. I enjoyed it. I liked it. And, and again, it's on the easier side, at least the, the normal campaign. So if you've been curious about deck building games or if you only or you've only played a handful and you want something that's on the more accessible side it it, it fits that bill really well and then if you like pirates you got that going for you not that it thematically does a lot with the pirate side of things it's not super piratey Outside of it just having you sailing your ship from location to location instead of it being a more generic looking setup. Nothing really happens. You you don't you're not having any ship battles or anything. So yeah. Pirates Outlaws is a good time. But just know it's it's not doing anything particularly super new in the genre that is deck building games. Then I also checked out Risen, which came out a few months ago or so. The port, it's, it's basically a port of the 360 game that I'm sure it was on PC as well. I don't know if the first Risen was ever released on PlayStation. I'm not sure. It's a very early 360 game. And it is a Euro RPG. Full of that Euro jank that you may know and may love or may not. But this... It's, it really just is a port. It's not prettied up much at all, if at all, outside of a resolution bump. So it, it looks a bit cleaner and it runs well. I put it into performance mode immediately. Not that I imagine, I can't imagine that not putting it in performance mode would make it look good or. <laughs> It's just, it, it loses some of the jank in, in that it actually runs well. Oh my God, my alarm is beeping. It's midnight, everyone. 
now is officially my dad's birthday. Happy birthday, daddy. <laughs> but I don't I don't know what to say about Risen because it it's just a port where they didn't do much to it outside of re-release it, which isn't a bad thing, but it's also not something to get super excited about, especially if you've already played it. It's, I, I, I like these types of RPGs. I find they're, I find something charming about the Eurojank RPGs because they try they try and you gotta you gotta admire that they they want to do so much and they rarely succeed in any part but my golly they try and you gotta you gotta, you gotta like that you gotta like that you gotta at least tip your hat at that the the Euro RPG can be boiled down to, aww, you know you, you you went for it, you fucking fell on your face, but you went for it, because they they just they try to do so much and create these games with these big open worlds full of so much to do and so much to see. And it's clear that they're always biting off more than they can chew. And if they just scale things down, try to focus on a few things instead, they probably could make an actual quality game. But they, they're ambitious. They're so ambitious. And that either works for you or it doesn't. Risen just throws you into the deep end. You start off on a beach. You're, you're shipwrecked. One survivor. And you are just let loose in the world. Go do what you gotta do. Very lucid tutorial. The jumping is is mapped to one of the, I think, the right analog stick, pressing it in. And when you do it, the camera does this weird zoom out thing when you start to after you hit the apex of your jump and you start descending again, it's weird and mildly disorientating. Combat does not feel great. They didn't, they didn't do anything to update the game. Again, it's a port. It's a port. It's not a remaster. It's not a remake. That's why it's not called Risen Remastered or Risen Remake. It's just called Risen because that's all they did. It was dead. And they brought it back to life, re-releasing it. Here's here's Risen. And if, if you're looking for something where you can just get lost in, literally and figuratively, it may be worth checking out, but it's also, I believe, $30 with a launch sale. Or not a launch. I think it's on sale right now for... 20% off. So it's a little bit cheaper, but it's the kind of game that should drop to $15 
sooner than later. So when that happens, if these kind of if these type of games appeal to you, it's worth checking out. And I think you you know if you like them Eurogen games. And if you do like those games, you probably already played this. It's from prolific. This is this this port wasn't done by them, but who's it? I'm pretty sure it's done by the prolific Eurojank studio that did the the Gothic games and what's the other one? I think they did another another series. Let me check. Maybe not. Maybe not. Risen, risen, risen. Oh, was it always Piranha Bites? Who did it? Wait, is Piranha Bites? Oh, that's the name of them? I thought their name was something different. Yeah, this is the studio that did the Gothic games, the Risen games, and then the Elix games. If you've played any of those, if any of those series has a little light bulb in your head, you're like, oh, yeah. I played one of those. You're welcome. But I'm actually, as much as I enjoyed my time returning to this one, I really want to get back to, because they made, I believe, they made this, the 360 version of this, and I believe two backward compatible before putting the kibosh on that initiative. They didn't do three, but I believe the second one is risen to dark lord or dark waters and is pirate themed speaking of pirates i i would like to return to that but if you, if you just want to get thrown into a fantasy world and explore it discover things very easily go down the wrong path where you shouldn't be at your current level and get destroyed right away you can get killed so fast when you start up risen by just ignoring a certain area you, you could just be without a weapon and having these ostrich ass animals chasing after you and then wolves and then goblins and you're like fucking why why are you all coming after me i'm just trying to i'm just trying to get away from the beach i don't like the beach and the ocean and the current but everything's chasing you and fucking hell this AI can be relentless at times and they will just chase you for miles and miles and miles. There does not seem to be some type of, uh, what is it called? It's not a leash system, but, uh, where an enemy can only chase you so far and then they'll return to their designated area. Sometimes they'll just keep coming after you and you're like, fucking God, can I find a cliff or somewhere to get away from this piece of crap it's, it's, it's alright and then the last game I played is Run Bean Galactic is that the name of it? I wrote it down but I, I haven't I didn't check my notes because I'm like I remember the name of all these things and I was right Run Bean Galactic this is a super 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 duper simple game that involves you as your your character before you unlock any other ones I think you're just like an astronaut and you're running around a planet and 
as you're running around the planet, there will be either spikes or these type of hovering things that you either have to jump over or roll under. Very, very simple visuals. Super, super basic, single screen. It, it changes as you reach certain levels, but it's always just one sphere that you are constantly running around clockwise to start, but there will be instances where you will hit a, a flag, like a street sign looking thing that'll reverse everything and it could happen again. Very Uno-ish. It's like someone playing the reverse card and then all you're doing is jumping over the spikes, rolling under the things, and occasionally you might jump and grab a lock that'll unlock a thing in the world and you're just doing this until you die chasing leaderboards and that's it super 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 basic super super simple but also super super addictive it's an east asia subtitle so you know cheap simple basic game get a lot of achievements i don't know what it's as if this game has already received some kind of title update and gotten away with adding an additional 1,000 achievement points because there are 2,000 achievement points in this game already. I don't know how that's possible. Seems ridiculous, but they're there. And yeah, it's very, very, very simple, but addictive. I had fun with it. And it's, it's the kind of game that falls into that flappy bird type of space where you just want to keep one up in yourself and potentially randoms on a leaderboard or friends if you have friends who play it. Because you can you can every time every time you, you die you're like ooh I could have done better or like the 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 randomness of it can be against you because there are times where it is just reverse me back and forth and then it'll reverse me and immediately throw up a spike in front of me. I'm like, I don't have any time to react. Fuck you game. You fucking screwed me there. Bullshit. And it can get really frustrating, but it's the kind of frustration where you immediately want to return and try again to say, you fuck me game. No, fuck you. And who doesn't love a game that says, fuck me, fuck you. Run Bean Galactic. <laughs> it's probably like four or five dollars. But if, if you if you're someone who could fall into that addictive trap and, and enjoy stuff like Flappy Bird, very 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 simple game that is just about getting one little bit higher, one tick higher, one tick higher, one tick higher, one tick higher, and, and constantly besting yourself and those on the leaderboard, also playing the game worth checking out that's it in terms of what i've been playing so that'll do it i did check out the tetris movie had a really good time with it it is very much so an exaggeration uh, an exaggerated portrayal of true events but I, I thought it was done really well and i had a good time with it the final act does get a little bit overly crazy and maybe if they tone that down a bit it would have been a bit better, but I, I, 
I enjoyed that final act. It just becomes a little bit too ridiculous to the point of you as the viewer starting to question the validity of everything that's being told to you. Whereas up until that point, sure, things were exaggerated and heightened, but it still felt very, it felt, I've seen this comparison, much more social networky. Whereas it gets more born identity ish in the final act. But I, I had a really good time with it. Fantastic soundtrack. Fantastic, fantastic soundtrack. I look forward to watching it again at some point. I'm happy it's getting a physical release despite being an Apple Plus thing, which is rare as far as I know. But it may just be like a partnership thing, and that's why it's, it's getting because it's not an Apple original. I'm not sure. But that's, that's pretty much it in terms of what I've been watching of any kind of note i think i'm gonna start up yellowstone again because i've got i've got nothing in any of my cues that i'm really dying to watch there's mr robot which i don't feel like starting from the beginning and then finishing and i could go back and watch more lost that's a potential as well but i'm not i'm not i'm not ready to get back into the sci-fi space just yet but uh yeah that'll do it for this episode of the pixelated sausage show i was gonna i was about to do the high 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 thing again i'm like what that's not when i'm supposed to be doing this this isn't the start of the show i am though of course your host again marcus nez y'all can find me pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. And of course, if you'd like to find links to all the places I call home that you may want to call home or at least visit every now and again, like the YouTube, the website, the art I make, the Patreon, which I'll get to shortly, and any of the other stuff I haven't mentioned, you can do all of that in one very convenient place called Pixelation Sausage. No, that's the site. It's pxsausage.com. I'm pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage, and you can find pretty much everywhere that I am pretty much PX Sausage at PXSausage.com. Are you confused? Because I'm even getting a little bit confused. That is, again, PXSausage.com. Speaking of confusion, are you looking for a way to throw away some money every month? And you like what I do and you'd like to maybe mix that and that and you want to support me in my nonsense, you can go over to patreon.com slash PXS to support me and my nonsense that way. You're not really going to get get much for your, your support outside of the pleasure of knowing you're helping someone who makes crap you enjoy not uh, I'll be fine but if you'd like to help out I'd I'd really appreciate it very it's very sweet of anyone and those who are part of all that and I appreciate it greatly so if you want to be part of that and support me 
That is again patreon.com slash pxs. That's uh it. So again, thank you. Not not again because I haven't said this yet. But uh, as always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoyed this here episode. Again, happy birthday to my father. Send him all your birthday wishes. Leave some comments. Say some nice things. Maybe I'll show them to him if you're polite and not being douchey and be like, ha, ha, ha. Uh, so he may, he may read. And yeah, again, as always, thank you for watching and listening. I hope you enjoyed this year episode and I hope you have both a wonderful rest of your day and a lovely, lovely rest of your week. And so for now, Adios, a Riva Derchi. Bye. I really like my haircut. Thank you, Monster, for the recommendation again. Well, January is so good. Bye bye.